In 2021, the Halos drafted 20 pitchers and they signed 19 of them. Well, how are they doing? Well, John and I are going to find out and help you to find out. Plus, we're also going to test our Angels knowledge in a game where we guess who led the team in a specific statistical category. That's fun to say. And we'll give you two players that we're watching this weekend. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. John and I, thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can give us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps other Angel fans to find the show. Five stars, please. Five stars. Mama Frisch would be thankful. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can subscribe and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, what's going on? Happy Friday to you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Of course, you can get at us on Twitter at Locked On Angels, and of course, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can find Mike and I posting away, memeing away, all kinds of good stuff. Mike, we had a great question come up on our YouTube comments. Yeah. If you haven't watched us on YouTube, you can check us out there. But uh, we have always good conversations going on in the YouTube comments. And somebody asked, hey, what happened with the 20 pitchers that we drafted last season? So I said, hey, we'll dive into it. And so here we are. Friday, diving into the 20 pitchers. Now, this was from the 2021 draft, and it was a historic draft because nobody's done that before. Perry Manassian was like, you want pitching? You're going to get some pitching. You got your pitching right so here. He went out, <laughs> I got it right here for you. He went out and got 20 pitchers, 19 of them signed. Yep. So we are quickly going to go through the 19. Some will spend more time than others, Yeah, but we'll uh, talk about each one. So let's start with number one. Number one in that draft in 2021 for the Halos was Sam Bachman. We picked him at number mm-hmm. nine. He was from Miami of Ohio, a right-handed pitcher. Currently is one and one with a 3.92 ERA and 12 starts for the Trash Pandas who are in the playoffs. And there's a lot of high hopes for Sam. And he's been starting, but there's been some conversation about perhaps him being a closer for the Halos when he gets to the major league. So that's something to keep an eye on as you think about Sam Bachman. He's also dealt with some injuries this season, but it looks like he's coming back. The velocity's ticking up again. So he's a big arm that we are excited for. Number two, Kai Bush, left-handed starter out of St. Mary's College. He's gone 7-4 with a 3-6-7 ERA in 21 starts, also of the Trash Pandas. Somebody that you and I have often said that could possibly make an appearance this season. I'm not sure if they'll do that now just with so few games left and they're in the playoffs and they want to keep that winning cohesive unit together. But somebody who could definitely possibly make an impact in 2023. He's tall. He's like Randy Johnson tall. And so that really gives him an advantage on the mound. And when Jeff Fletcher was on the show, uh, he talked a little bit about him. So did uh, uh, Lindsey Crosby. He talked a little bit about him as well and said that this guy has great potential. So I'm excited to see Kai Bush. We drafted number 
80 in the third round. Landon Marceau, he was a right-handed pitcher out of LSU. He's played for Rocket City and Tri-City, the Dust Devils, this season. He's 4-6, and 2.98 ERA in 18 starts. Wow. Yeah, I like those optics. 2.98 in 18 starts. I know 4-6 and six is not the best record, but... But considering it's minor leagues, I think it says more that his ERA is so low. So that's yeah. good to see. Number four in the draft was Luke Murphy, a right-handed starter out of Vanderbilt. He's a Vandy boy, 7-2, and 2.68, and he's been in 36 games. He's a bullpen arm, Mike. Yep. It looks like he's having a lot of success. Yeah. Uh, our fifth pick was Brett Carey out of South Carolina. He's 4-7 and seven with a... 4.73 ERA. He started some games. He's also been in the bullpen. Think Jaime Berea when you think mm-hmm. of Brett Carey. He's kind of being used in that role. 24 games, but 19 starts. And so he is somebody that can actually fulfill two roles for your team. And he is currently with the Trash Pandas. Jake Smith was number six, right-handed starter out of Miami. Dust Devils. He is currently on the Dust Devils. He's 2-7 and seven with a 3.72 ERA. He's been in 27 games and he's had seven starts. So again, high city or high A, Tri City Dust Devils. He's kind of figuring out where he's going to factor yeah. in as a pitcher. Our seventh pick was, was Ryan Costeau, and he is from Arkansas. He is actually on the Dust Devils as well. He's three and five, three four two ERA. Played in 16 games. He's had 10 starts. They're trying him as a starter. That's why you see more starts now uh, in his in his record, and and he's been successful. He's been somebody that they've been really excited about. Our eighth pick was 231 overall. Nick Jones, left-handed starter out of Georgia Southern. He's played for Tri-City and Rocket City this season. He's gone 4-1 and one with a 4.14 ERA, and he is also a bullpen arm. Uh, our ninth pick was Brandon Oltoff. He was out of Tulane, um, and he is on the Dust Devils. He's 5-9 and nine with a 4.15 ERA, 23 games, and 17 starts. Yeah, he's somebody that people were excited for when he got signed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Braden Oltoff, uh, great, great signing there. Andrew Peters was number 10, a right-handed uh, starter out of South Carolina for the 66ers. He's been injured, and he's currently on the 60-day IL, so not a lot to report there so far. Our 11th pick was Chase Silseth, so a name that hey. we're familiar with. He was out of Arizona. His major league record is 1-3. and three. He's got an ERA over 6-5 and 7 starts with the major league club, but he's actually been really successful for the Trash Pandas and has helped lead them to the playoffs. I think that we'll see Chase more often next season and perhaps he'll be in that rotation depending on what the Angels do in signing pitchers this offseason. Yeah, hopefully they give him some more time to cook down there. Next up, number 12, Mason Albright, left-handed starter. He's been with the 66ers in San Bernardino. He's 1-4, 867 ERA in 12 starts. Our 13th pick was Mo Hanley out of Adrian College and he is currently injured. He's on the 60-day IL, so he really doesn't have any stats so far this season. And then, of course, at 14, Eric Torres, left-handed reliever out of Kansas State. He's with the Trash Bandits. He's 2-2. Two and two. Look at this. A 1.62 ERA out of the bullpen. Use that. I like those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Number 15 was Glenn Albanese Jr. He was out of Louisville. He's with the Trash Pandas right now. He's a right-handed reliever. 1-1 one and one with a 3-2-2 ERA out of the bullpen. 16, Brandon Dufault. Right-handed reliever out of Northeastern. 
Dust Devils, he's with the Tri-City Dust Devils, 1-2 and two with a 4.93 ERA. He is also out of the bullpen. We drafted Mason Erla out of Michigan State at number 17 in the in the 17th round. He's with the Trash Pandas right now, 4-6, 4-6-2 ERA with 15 starts under his belt. Number 18, the 531st pick overall, Nick Mondak, a left-handed starter out of St. John's. He's with the Tri-City Dust Devils, 3-7, 5.16 ERA in 21 starts. And our last pick, well, second to last pick, because we didn't sign the 20th pick, uh, but the 19th pick with, was Nathan, <laughs> Nathan Burns. That's easy to say, right? I want to say Nathan Burns. How do you do, Mr. Burns? Burns. Uh, he's from Oregon State. He's playing for the Dust Devils right now, 1-2 and two with a 5-3-3 ERA, and he is also a bullpen guy. So just a quick glance at looking at these numbers, looking at these names. Names, Mike. It looks to see. It seems like the best picks, which is good news, were toward the top. Yeah. And the guys who are having the most success, the lowest ERA, the most starts, things like that. It seems like the top ten and and even into you know fourteen, fifteen. The the made some good picks. And even though some of these guys are higher up in the in the system and lower in the system. It seems like a good spread of guys that we could use in the coming years right away even, and then some guys that are in the back burner that uh, could contribute to the team down the road. It looks like uh, so far, I, I got to say, these these are some pretty good numbers for, for Perry's pitcher draft, Perry's all-pitching draft from last year. Coming up on Locked On Angels, who led the team in hits? In 1995, that's one of the eight questions that John and I will go back and forth asking each other to test our Halo knowledge, and you can test your Halo knowledge as well. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. You can find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts at BetOnline. And it's also your continued source for all your sporting, wagering, and information including live betting esports and scores it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events it includes baseball mma boxing and golf you can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions bet online where the game starts We appreciate you making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Every now and then, Mike and I like to have a little friendly competition, but we love to have you along for the ride. And in this one... It's not one, friendly at all. It's not friendly? <laughs> oh, it's brotherly competition. How about that? Yeah, it's not brotherly yeah. either. It's, I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I decided that we were going to challenge each other to name the players in the particular year that led the team in homers, wins, RBIs, that sort of thing, and yeah. test our knowledge of past seasons. Do you want to start us out? I'm going to start us out, all right? So I I picked a team from the 2000s cuz that's when you started to really start to pay attention yes. to the Angels and you could like cognitively cognitively understand what was happening cuz you are younger than me. Um <laughs> and so 2003 is the team that we're going to look at first, Johnny, and I'm going to okay. ask you this question. All right. Who led the team in home runs in 2000? And three. It was the oh, year man. that we didn't make the playoffs. We just won the World Series. They yeah. let them run it back. It was the year that we were handing the reins over to Artie Moreno. Right. And this player hit the most home runs on the Halos 2003 team. 2003 team. Uh, okay, so Vlad wasn't there yet. He came in 04. Right. I got to go, go with uh, 15. 
Salmon. Timmy Salmon? Yeah. It's a good guess, but that would be wrong. Oh. Who? Garrett Anderson hit 29 home GA. runs that season. Okay. okay. Yeah. He hit 29 home runs. I didn't even and, think about GA for some and reason. And am I am I correct? Didn't did he win the home run derby when the Angels hosted the All-Star game at Angel Stadium, or did he win it that year? I'd have to check those stats. I think he won stats. it that year because 2010, the Angels hosted the All-Star game. That's right. Yeah. 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 So he, he I think been... he did win it that year. That was right. That was the one thing that we got to hang on to that season because everything <laughs> else was terrible. Yeah. Hey, I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, this one's going back to when you were really paying attention. This a little bit before my time in terms of my Angel fandom. 1998, my friend, who okay. played first base and DH for the Angels in 98. Ooh. I know this one. I yeah. was 18 years old. I was in high school, getting ready to graduate. And big Cecil Fielder That's was at right. first base and playing DH for the Halos. That's right. Cecil Fielder. Uh, yep. Father of Prince Fielder, by the way, so yep. that's pretty exciting. It's interesting if you if you look at their if you look at their stats, they're pretty similar. Cecil really? and Prince. They uh, uh, and Prince had to retire early because of injuries. But yeah, they had similar injury. stats. Yeah. yeah. All right, John. I'm going to take you to 2006. Okay. And we're going to ask this question: Who led the team in wins that season? Who led the team? What pitcher led the team in wins that season? Wins in 2006. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know. Weave was up by that point, but I yep. think he was a newbie, so I don't know if he led the team. Uh, 2006. Well, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Since you are a Weave lover, I made sure that this wasn't Jared Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not Weave. Was it Washburn? It was not Washburn. Oh. It was Irvin Santana. Oh, okay. 16 okay. wins for Irvin Santana that season. When was Washburn's big year? Was that 2008? He was like, he was a Wash stud. Was, some... Wash actually had 18 wins in 02. 02. That's what was okay. really okay. remarkable about that season is we didn't have an ace, but he ended up coming through and really leading the team that season with 18 wins. Yeah. Shoot, I am, I'm 0 for 2 here. Good grief. All right, Mike. Yeah. World Series year. You're going to get this one. Who who led the team in batting average during the 2002 season? During the 2002 season, batting average. Uh, I'm going to go with Darren Erstad because he was the guy that would always hit over 300. I'm not right. Your face tells me I'm not right. (laughs) It's not Erstad. This guy did hit over 300. He hit 312. Okay. Second guess. Uh, Okay, let me go around the the horn here. Think. Um, think, think. Not Ersty. Was it AK? It was AK. Yep. Adam it Kennedy, was maybe. AK. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting because you always picture AK around the 250 mark, right? Like that was kind of his batting average. I don't remember him hitting over 300, but he hit 312. How about that? Wow. Okay. All right. Hit me with another one. Get this one right, please. Uh, 2009. Okay. Okay. Who led the team in RBIs? Who led the team in RBIs in 09? Okay. So yeah. you had uh, Vladdy was still there. Tory Hunter was there. Yep. But it was Vladdy's last year, actually. Vladdy's last year. Yep. Uh, it's got a. Oh, you know what? It's Kendrys Morales. It is Kendrys Morales. Yes. 108 that a, RBIs that season. That was a stud. And we were year. all excited about him. We thought maybe he would be this next superstar for us, and then broke his leg. <laughs> broke his leg the next year. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm going to hit you with this one. 1995 team leader. In hits, team most hits on the team in ninety five. Oh, ninety five. You should know this. You were there. <laughs> I, was, 
It's a low blow, but I'm not going to respond. <laughs> well, I was there to too. It. I just um, wasn't watching. I was. I was yeah, like, yeah. Ninety five. Uh, man, there was a couple of really good seasons in ninety five. Led the team in hits. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say it was it was probably GA. Mm. And if it because he was there in ninety five, I think. Hundred seventy seven um, hits. It was GA or it was Timmy Salmon because Tim Salmon had a good year in the nineties. He had he had like over 300 and had a bunch of home runs. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Timmy Salmon. Okay. Yeah, it's Tim Salmon. I thought you were going <laughs> to make the same mistake I made. Uh, yeah. guessing Tim and yeah, or guessing the other way. <laughs> That's my boy. I know Tim Salmon. There you go. All right, hit me with another one. All right, 2014, John. 2014. Oh, I know this team. Starter with the best ERA. Well, you already told me it wasn't going to be Weave in any of these, so Nope. Uh, 2014, let's see. We had Weaver, we had Wilson, uh-huh. We had Shoemaker helped us out because Skaggs got hurt. Skaggs. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's G. Rich. It's G. Rich. It's Garrett Get Richards. Get it, Garrett Richards. Dude, that was his <laughs> best year ever, and he got yeah. hurt and just yeah. was never the same. It was yeah. also the last season we made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. What was his ERA? Uh, 261. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Was wow. that the year that he, he like, hurt his – knee on he was running off the mound yeah making yeah. a play at first in uh in fenway and his, right. cleat, his cleat got stuck and he uh. tweaked his knee and he was done for the season and he was and, never the same and he was never the same after that i mean you know yeah. he, he had an opening day start for us he eventually did come back and uh, i think did he have tommy john i know that something was going on with his arm i'm not sure if he actually had to have the surgery mm. or not but yeah all right last question here mike okay Okay. 2017. I'm throwing you a curveball here because this is a, a recent one. Okay. And it's not the uh, the halos that you know all too well growing up. But 2017, yeah. who led the team in innings pitched? Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, th- ooh. I know. Who was even pitching on the team in 2017? <laughs> Man, was it you? You're the Weaver expert. Um, was it Weave? Was not Weave. Was not weave. Was Irvin still with the team then? No. Nope. In twenty seven. No. Twenty seventeen. No Dan Heron wasn't there. No, he was long gone. Man, I I am at a loss. I don't know. Okay, so you've got there's there's Heaney. Garrett Richards is still there. Okay. Uh, you had uh, Nick Tropiano was there. No, I'm gonna say Andrew. I'm gonna say Andrew Heaney. Was not Andrew Heaney. Not Andrew Heaney. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I ready? have no idea. Yeah. Ricky Nolasco. <laughs> I forgot yep. he pitched for us. Yeah, he also opened for us on opening day. He was day. the opening, he was day, starter. opening day That's starter. Right. Didn't he have a terrible season though? <laughs> oh, he was not great. No. Yeah. We How many we innings traded, did he pitch that year? He pitched uh, 181 innings that year. Wow. So he so was he, just Okay. He wasn't great, but he was consistent, you know, yeah. but it was just like this, this is the best that we have. Oh, Ricky Nolasco. That's when yeah. you know you're, you're not having a great year when Ricky yeah, exactly. Nolasco is starting opening day for you. <laughs> wow. Well, we've got a, a very interesting series starting today against the Seattle Mariners. It's a four-game set, and we're hoping to play a little bit of spoilers against the Mariners, who have been kind of, uh, how do I put this? They have had a really great season. They were great last year. They got 90 wins. Right. They added the pieces that they needed to become a good team. 
But man, have the Mariners become unbearable? <laughs> Fans, <laughs> Mariners yeah. alike, everyone's yeah. and 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 they, you know, they get mad at the the Halos every time they play and and so yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting interesting weekend. It's the last time I believe that we're facing them this season and it's at home. So, you okay. and I wanted to share with our listeners who we are watching this weekend. Why yeah. don't you start us out? I'm going to go with the starter tonight. I'm going to go with Biceps hey. Lorenzen. I want to see him come through. The question I'm asking is, was his last start a fluke? Hmm. Can he actually continue to perform really well? He went five and third, I think, last in his last outing. I'd love to see six innings from him. I'd love to see low hits and low runs. The Michael Lorenzen that I'm looking for is the one that started early on in the season against the mm-hmm. Marlins. Do you remember when he came out and we're like, who is this guy? And he went six innings, gave up mm-hmm. two hits, Who's had seven be? Ks. Yeah. yeah. I want to see that Michael Lorenzen. And what we saw in his last start was exciting. And I want to see if he can put back-to-back starts together because that's the thing that he, when, when he got hurt, you could tell he wasn't able to actually do that well because he had like three innings here and four innings there and then he would have like a seven inning start and then he would fall off a cliff again and so I want to see him do back-to-back quality starts good starts and this is a team that is a good team and so I think these are a real this is a real good measuring stick for him and maybe he's trying to earn a job next season because he is only on a one-year contract and maybe the Halos are going to watch to see if he can perform and bring him back next season. And I'd love to have him back, especially if he's going to be a quality arm. He kind of has that Ricky Nolasco vibe in that he could eat up innings. I think he's better, but he yeah, could like eat up innings, too. right? <laughs> and so I think that if he can eat up innings, we, we would need him in our starting rotation or maybe be a long reliever. So I want to see him do well. So I'm keeping an eye on, and I would invite all of you to keep an eye on Michael Lorenzen this weekend. Hey, I had a great pick last week. Yeah, you did. Mike Trout. I was concerned about his eye at Houston's uh, at Minute Maid Park because the batting eye for him has been a struggle. And then he yeah. went off and he started or he continued Wasn't a his home run streak. <laughs> yeah, through through uh, that weekend, and that was great to see. I'm yeah. watching him again this weekend because okay. in the two series that he played against Seattle this season, one was when we were up north. Remember how he had a home run almost every game in that yeah. series and was crushing yeah. them. So he had a about a 300 batting average, I think, in that series. And then the other one, where there was the big brouhaha, I looked up his stats, and I, w- I hope I don't mix them up, but but at least one series he was in, he hit 300. And then the other series he was in against Seattle, he hit 444. Unreal. So I'm looking forward to, to Mike Trout, you know, uh, having a, a great father-son weekend with the Seattle Mariners because he is their pops. He owns them. Go off, son. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do against Seattle this weekend. The other thing is, we got swept the last time Seattle was here, and it was awful. And one of the worst parts of it was that complete breakdown. Remember, I... I grabbed the video and I set it to yeah that was the last time the Mariners were here it was a mess people were were air milling the ball and making terrible plays and Jose Rojas didn't chase a guy back to third base he threw it and Stassi wasn't ready and Stassi was not doing well behind the plate just a mess and it was all done without Trout on on the team because he was still hurt at that point that's right so I am looking forward to Mike Trout pouring on the offense this weekend and and continuing to do what he does 
against the Mariners. Uh, he's going to put them on his shoulders and give them a piggyback because he's he's their dad, like I like to say. Uh, so, <laughs> again, it's going to be a great weekend. Looking forward to seeing what our Halos can do. And hopefully, I mean, it does continue through Monday, so it's a long set, four games. Hopefully we can take all four. That would be really nice. And, awesome. And, and to be honest, other than the sweep, I mean, Seattle has really struggled with us this yep. season. And I would attribute that sweep to just not having – anybody on the team who was producing at that point it was a terrible right. stretch for us at that point so to me this is like this is kind of the 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 period at the end of the sentence in terms of this rivalry this season because again some of these mariners fans are driving me crazy and and the thing is is like i want to be excited for them but i'm not anymore because <laughs> i'm usually a good baseball fan and can admit when another team is good but the fans have just driven me crazy this season, especially on, on Twitter. So, no, you don't get any goodwill from me anymore. We're done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And to make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast with our friend Sully. He brings us humor and passion and unique perspective on every team and shares some of the biggest stories from around the league. You can follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Angels. And if you want to catch us on Twitter or Instagram, you can follow us at Super Halo Bros. You're going to want to get at us on social media because, Mike, what do we have coming up on Monday? It's Mailbag Monday. And so you can ask all the questions and you can share all the thoughts. Let me give you a directive in case you're not sure what you can ask. Give us your thoughts on who the Angels should sign this offseason, the deals they should make, the contracts they should offer. We're going to talk about your genius on Monday. So get at us, send us messages, tweet at us, send us direct messages. You can even call us 714-409-6396. And let's celebrate on Mailbag Monday on Locked on Angels. Looking forward to that. We hope you guys have a great weekend and we look forward to talking with you on Monday. Until then, my name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. And we'll see you right back here on Monday for more more Locked On Angels.